0: My name is Bryce Kala, and I'm a dreamer. Both waking and sleeping, my rich and vivid imagination has been keeping life interesting since I was very little. So I'm going to share those dreams with you, and I'd love for you to share your dreams with me. Let's do this together in a little place that I like to call Somewhere in Dreamworld. Hello everyone and welcome to the Midnight Notion Somewhere in Dreamworld podcast. This episode could have been brought to you by the Big Dipper. Yes, if you are looking at stars and you're wondering what the names of those star constellations are and you're confused because that doesn't really look like a horse or a snake or a person holding scales, lucky for you there's one out there that looks like a Big Dipper. And the name of that constellation is the Big Dipper. Now, can you eat cereal with the Big Dipper? Studies have shown that no human ever has flown into space and used stars (laughs) to eat cereal. But if you dream it, you can do it. And that's, I believe in you um so welcome uh my name is bryce kala i'm not a psychologist uh but i do love dreams and this is the podcast about all things dreams and with me today is pam mazzoni hi hi how are you i'm good <laughs> thanks for getting through that ad yeah uh, i want to eat
1: everything with uh <laughs> big and little dippers now
0: there i i'm i'm sure it can be possible i mean it hasn't been proven nobody's tried it yet But honestly, I believe in you if you think that you could do that.
1: Yep. That's what I want to do with my life. (laughs) Do
0: you you have a favorite cereal?
1: Uh, I really like Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: there's definitely, they have a good, like, I actually like them more after they've, like, when they start getting soggy. Not soggy. Mm -mm. Like, some cereal tastes weird when it's soggy, but that.
1: Soggy cereal is awful. I like that, like, perfect middle yeah. Not the too crunchy because that hurts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Of course, it scrapes it on, your, on, the, on the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't about cereal. Oh, no. This is a podcast about mm. dreams. But uh, Pam is uh, for the listeners out there is a friend of mine, uh, a fellow improviser from the Twin Cities and a fellow fire tiger. Which is kind of a big deal around these parts.
1: Yeah, for us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there, I don't think I've ever bonded with someone so much over a Chinese zodiac, uh, but here we are, fire tigers unite. Yeah, and we
1: should get like I don't know, gloves that make fire. For
0: <laughs> I would definitely. I, well, I don't know if I should have gloves that would make fire, <laughs> but I would. I would definitely enjoy that idea anyway. I always thought about if I had a superpower that it'd probably be like controlling the elements. Yeah, yeah. But I am always a little bit closer on the fire side. Of course. Which is weird because I'm not like, I don't, I don't know. I've never played. Don't play with fire, kids. Don't play with fire. Oh,
1: yeah. We're sending out a bad message here.
0: Yeah. Uh, But good message is that you got some good news recently in the improv world. Oh. What's going on there? Tell
1: me about it, Bryce. Oh, yeah.
0: I'll, (laughs) I'll tell you all about it using your voice.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to do my voice. I did. I got some great news. I was cast in my very first show.
0: <clears throat> wow. That felt like a really good impression. I just did. You did wow. so good. So you got cast in your first I show. I did. What yeah. is it?
1: Uh, it's throwback. I'm in the close quarters. Awesome. So January, February.
0: At for those of the. At those, Huge Theater. <laughs> for those of you not in our group of friends, Huge theaters and improv community uh, in the Twin Cities, Uptown area. And I've talked about it a number of times on this <laughs> podcast because it's great. Yeah. But uh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. How did you, how, like, tell us about the, you, you went, you did the audition. Mm-hmm. Did you feel good about your audition?
1: Um, I did. I had been auditioning for a few things. So it was kind of, it was the last audition that I did. And I um, I felt more comfortable, I mm-hmm. guess. Because when you throw the word audition out there, I just instantly feel like i don't do well at things yeah so um yeah apparently i did fine i did good i did great so yeah, yeah.
0: it's gonna be exciting and i'm really excited to see you on the stage with the, oh, with this it's a really great cast
1: it is yeah i'm very excited to work with everyone
0: and that starts up when
1: january 2018
0: sweet 20, February. and that's friday nights it is Correct. uh it's gonna be a great lineup and i'm looking forward to seeing it But I brought brought you here to talk about dreams, right?
1: Oh, that's right. Should we talk about some dreams? (laughs) Let's talk about some dreams.
0: All right. I think it's time to go to sleep. All right, listeners, I remind you every week, but if you want to submit your dream, you got to know this stuff. You can send your dreams in by email At podcast at MidnightNotion.com or you can phone it in at 612-643-0944. I got a bunch of them saved up and I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about all those next week. I promise, promise, pinky swear, double pinky swear with fire gloves on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this week, instead of listener dreams, we have a guest. I'm here. And Pam is still here. And Pam, you told me you had a dream. And I wanted to hear about it. When did this dream happen?
1: Um, this was this was last week, sometime. Last week, okay. Yeah. So this is a real fresh one. It's pretty fresh, even though it's foggy for me to remember. <laughs> so I wrote it down.
0: Nice. And how, what what did you? So let me ask. When when you woke up, you remembered it. Like, did you write it down right away? Did you take some time? Did you tell people? Like what what process did you use to take it?
1: I woke up and it was like. 3 30 in the morning and I instantly thought oh my god Bryce is gonna want to hear about (laughs) this because we were talking yeah about uh, before you started your podcast we were talking about dreams so Mm -hmm. I went to write it down and passed out again (laughs) so a couple hours later it was probably 10 or so I was at work and I remembered the dream nice and I thought I need to write down as much detail as I remember now because I'm going to forget it. Yeah. So good thing I did because I wouldn't be able to remember all of this. Right.
0: You're pretty lucky, though, because I mean, I had a co-worker today tell me that, oh, hey, I, I remembered a dream and I was going to tell you about it because I knew you like dreams. And and then he didn't write it down and the day went by and he didn't tell anybody about it and he forgot it. So all he remembers is that he remembered a dream but has no idea what it was. Yeah. So had you not written it down, you would have been in the same boat and we wouldn't be able to do this episode.
1: And I don't usually write down dreams, but this one was just so messed up that I knew I had to talk to you about
0: it. <laughs> so heed this advice. Heed this advi- Take yeah. this advice, listeners. Write down your dreams or call in that fancy number 612-643-0944 and leave a message right after you wake up and sound sleepy on the uh, on the podcast.
1: I think heat is more for a warning.
0: Yeah. Okay. Just sure. Joking. So speaking of warnings, <laughs> this <laughs> is a great segue into the stream. So a couple weeks ago you w- woke up. Uh, let's, let's, let's hear about the stream.
1: Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly how it started, but I remember it was, it was a table full of people that I know. I couldn't put faces or names to them, but I had the sense that I was very close. Like they were very good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were what I assume would be similar to a murder mystery dinner, oh. which I've never done before. Okay, So it's, you know, whatever my brain made up at the time. Um, but it was real. Like someone had been murdered and we had to solve it. And I don't remember seeing a, a body or anything, but it was just the sense of urgency. Some Someone has died and we need to figure out what happened. So we were reenacting Clue, I guess. Okay. Um, which there was no Tim Curry, so I was very disappointed. But that's very disappointing. I know. Uh, yeah, so... Apparently I had this power. I had a... a brain thing and it comes up a lot in my dreams. A brain thing? Yeah a brain injury. Oh okay. And um, it comes up a lot in my dreams and in this dream it happened to give me superpowers. The best superpower ever.
0: Fire and elements. No.
1: (laughs) The second best superpower ever. Which one? The one where I could say riddles. That led, led everyone else to the next clue in solving this mystery. (laughs) Okay. But apparently I had to be drunk in order to give these riddles to these people. Okay. So after this dinner that we finished having, uh, we went to a bar, which was, I don't know, it was like a warehouse in a bar.
0: Naturally to feel, Um, feel the powers.
1: Right. Or or well, just to feed me alcohol. <laughs> so they were giving me shots and then writing down everything I would say after that and they would have to decipher is this something that just drunk Pam is randomly saying or is this a, a riddle that we need to solve? <laughs> so that yeah. Um
0: so you're so you're in this bar, they're just trying to figure out whether you're Whether you're just telling, whether you're the Riddler and you're helping them to the next spot, or the good Riddler, I suppose. Yeah, I
1: guess. Or
0: if it's just a drunken mess.
1: Exactly, because Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that drunk Pam would say anything that made sense. (laughs) I don't drink an awful lot, so, Mm. yeah. Okay, I did write down one of them, one of the...
0: Oh, you remembered one of the riddles?
1: Well, I remembered that it pertained to something about blue bubbles or bubbles being blue um, that led led them to a, a mansion type house and uh, yeah it, I don't remember <laughs> the riddle exactly but it was something about bubbles or blue, blue so bubbles. we had to go to this mansion house because naturally blue bubbles mean mansion right um, and my brain was hurting from all of the riddles that I was spewing uh and then another member of our group was ill of some sort and we were both left in this like lower foyer of the mansion while everyone else went to go and right. find what these riddles meant around the mansion mm-hmm. um and we were left in this room with a a dying man oh no that told us to go to the second floor so everyone went to the second floor um and we were me this ill person in our group and this dying man so I was laying on I guess there were two beds and then there was like a little uh two or three foot gap and then there was another bed and this person that was ill was laying on there um and once everyone left we had yeah, the three of us there, and the one of them—I don't remember which—started stuffing like a note, like the clue that was written down on the note from the bar, like okay. my drunk clue about blue bubbles. Started stuffing it in the other guy's mouth. Okay. Um, yeah, into the dying guy's mouth, and he was like ripping off his jaw.
0: Oh, it was
1: so oh, yeah, um. And he was what, like, like, he, sh-
0: like, it the note was causing it to come apart, or he was actually pulling at his both.
1: So no, oh. yeah. So it was like a post-it note that he like had crumpled up and was like shoving it, like he wanted it in this guy's, you know, down his throat. Mm. And he his hand was then like ripping off the bottom part of his jaw. Ugh. It was very <laughs> gruesome.
0: Yeah. That. Sounds terrible and not fun to watch?
1: No, it wasn't. No. My dreams are never fun to watch. Um Yeah. Wow. And and oh, he grabbed a pen and was like trying to cram it in there deeper. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of details. This is sure an ill
0: person that. and a d- into the dead person. Uh right? Yes. Okay.
1: So there was like a dying man and I think he was he was at the mansion. So mm. he was one of my brain riddles told us to find this man in a mansion. And then when we found the man, he told us to go to the second floor and my brain was overheated. And so me and the person that was sick in our group, um, stayed behind. And I don't think he was really sick. I think he was just the, the killer. So he was like, Oh, I'm sick. No one kill these oh, people. while sure. you go off.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty typical murder mystery Right, situ- classic. Situation. Why didn't
1: I see that coming? <laughs> Jeez, Pam. Uh, yeah.
0: Come on, dream Pam with super-powered brain, uh, drunken note-writing, I know. clue-giving. Blue bubble,
1: yeah. No, my brain was overheated. I wasn't thinking clearly. Otherwise, I would have known.
0: Sure, sure. Um, there must be some fine balance between... Uh, where you're just drunk enough to give a superpower and where the overheating happens. I
1: wonder if it was just a hangover. I bet it was. <laughs> it was just post Yeah, drinking. I drank too much because you needed too many clues to solve this murder.
0: Yeah. I guess. Now I'm ill. If only you could have figured it. If they could have figured it out sooner, you wouldn't have had to give so many clues.
1: Yeah, they must have skipped their early 20s. Yeah. <laughs>
0: is that the whole is it does it go on from
1: Uh, it went on a little bit um I oh yeah it did go on oh because I was not just gonna watch this guy rip off this guy's face so I started reaching over and I was like stop it and I like went to grab his hand and he looked at me and his face was so messed up. It looked like, you know, that picture, that painting, The Scream. Yeah, yeah. It was like a cross between that and a Dementor from Harry Potter.
0: Creepy. Oh, so creepy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was terrifying.
0: Wow. And so this is when you're, you're trying to get him to stop. He turns into this Dementor thing. Yeah. You said.
1: So maybe he was like trying to suck the life out of this body while jamming my <laughs> note into the mouth. Weird. And then looked at me and scared me.
0: So then you did uh expectum patronum. What's the what's the is that the one that gets the Dementors away? I'm a bad nerd. I don't know uh, those things.
1: I should have thought of that in my dream, but I didn't. (laughs) And I also didn't have a wand.
0: You'll have to work on lucidity and once you get into lucid dreaming, maybe you can make that happen.
1: I don't want to be in that dream.
0: (laughs) I would (laughs) really rather not. (laughs) That's probably the better choice is to not be a part of it. Yeah. So no. okay.
1: Once he looked at me, I woke up. Oh, in a panic and was like, "Bryce needs to know this."
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So now that sounds like a terrible way to wake up. Yeah. I mean, are you? This is fresh. I'm. I haven't had a nightmare, nightmare in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you like? Are you stressed in the morning, or are you just like, "Oh, it was a dream," and then everything's normal?
1: No. I, I mean, I don't know. I I over like my brain is overactive all the time. Yeah. So. Especially lately, I feel like I probably have a lot of stress. Sure. So that's when I have, I actually do remember my dreams and they're usually, yeah, nightmares and very vivid graphic stuff Yikes. that I don't want.
0: Yikes. Is there, what do you, do you take anything from this? Does it, is there anything, any part of this dream that goes, oh, I get it. Cause I was, I was playing Clue yesterday.
1: I wish <laughs> with Tim Curry. No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I, I think that your dreams are, they're trying to a solve problems in your life or tell you something. Um, but I haven't taken anything away from this. Maybe just that sure. there are a lot of puzzles going on or I have too many activities going on at once.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there anything that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to analyze it as well, mm-hmm. uh, being super amateur at this mm-hmm. and not having any... Other than listening to a few people talk about their dreams and listening to the dream doctor, uh, the old radio show host from back in the day, um, he he used to analyze people's dreams and I would listen. And, you know, it's kind of interesting to hear um, what some people believe, but I think everybody believes in a different thing, whether symbols mean specific things or whether it's some sort of alternate dimension or if it's like a religious thing or like everybody has their own takeaway but you're saying that your dreams you think are trying to solve something
1: maybe so my aunt when i was young my aunt used to interpret dreams she had tons of books and like um almost like dictionaries so yeah if you dream about this what does it mean in a dream like if a horse shows up it means you know good luck or something Mm. um so I've never gotten that into it, and I don't remember much about it. But sure. usually, what I try to take away from dreams is just um, relate them to your everyday life, and it might not be as dramatic. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not it—you know, killing people or solving murders. But right. um, I do solve problems. Do on you daily basis.
0: do you ever feel like? I mean, has there been anything recently? And well, the 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 interesting thing about about dreams. Is that when when our minds are literally off Mm -hmm. and it's just just creativity, you know, it's it's thoughts, it's ideas, it's emotions um, just wandering wild. Mm -hmm. Um, The things that come up are are a lot illog- illogical because our log logic station of the brain is literally off. Mm-hmm. And so it could be something that just happened recently, or it could be something you haven't thought of for 20 some years that just randomly came at you in the middle of the night. Right. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if I'm going like really deep in yeah, on this and no wondering idea. if, um, if like, is it something like, okay, so you were given clues while drunk, Um, you know, how much of this dream is just a silly happenstance and how much of it is like, do you ever feel like things that you say are affecting people in ways that might have been perceived as cramming notes into throats?
1: Like I'm forcing an opinion or something. Yeah.
0: Has anything like Um, that been?
1: You know, it's funny that you say that because that's something I'm always fearful of that, that Um, that the things that I say are, I don't know, I guess, misheard or misread or that I said something wrong or really dumb and that I'm going to, you know, ruin the friendships that I've made or something like that. I'm very, I try to be very conscious about, um, what I say and what I do. Sure. Yeah. So maybe it could be that.
0: Yeah. Communication is something just, I mean, it's so important. It's so important to, to know how to talk to the people around you and how to treat them. And, and, and it's true that you can do something in all the goodness of your heart and to make someone really happy because you want to just see their smile and they can take so much offense to it and turn around and just get furious at you. And then you're left in the situation of like, what, what did I do? Yeah. I said, I said, hi with a smile, you know, like I, that's a bad example, but. No,
1: that's actually, I mean, that's perfect because that's exactly how I feel. Like I, uh, in a lot of conversations, I'm, I'm usually pretty quiet cause I enjoy hearing, mm-hmm. uh, what other people are saying, but I participate when I feel I have something to give back. Sure. So, a lot of the times when I go to say something, mm-hmm. um, everyone else will, will throw their attention towards me because they're like, Oh, Pam's saying something, it must be, it must be important, important or something. And then I feel all this pressure to make sure that it don't say something really dumb. Sure. And then I think sometimes people are waiting for me to say something more and I stop. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, are they, are they judging me? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I just, I wanted to be friends.
0: Right. Right. Um,
1: but there have been, I mean, yeah, there have been one or two situations uh, lately that I can think of that I was fearful that I just said something dumb, and sure. not that the other person made me feel that way. just that's my own yeah perception of myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, you never know. I mean that's that's my takeaway, my yeah. guess, my unprofessional guess. <laughs> That maybe that has something to do with it, or it was just a crazy it just happened, or it was, yeah, or it was
1: just insane. And I should rewatch Harry Potter, it's <laughs> probably what I'm gonna yeah. do
0: with a painting of the scream on the wall. Uh, no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can handle a dementor with that sure. painting. No, that,
0: that's a, it's a little eerie. Uh, that who was that? That was
1: oh gosh, I don't know. Um,
0: what's the is that the same person that did the, the night, the dreary starry, like, night. starry night?
1: Uh, I think so. Uh, i think so yeah but i still
0: Uh, van gogh
1: van gogh did starry night (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right we sound smart
0: this is uh this is a bet i'm gonna place a bet right now for zero dollars uh that it was van gogh that he
1: did the scream i don't know if he did the scream he probably
0: didn't and so (laughs) if you want to take that he didn't do it you could win zero dollars after this podcast has I'll aired. take it. <laughs>
1: and I'll also take your zero dollars.
0: All right. Well, we'll find out who wins this bet. But um, I feel like that's, a, that's an interesting dream. And I'm, I thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. you're so welcome. <laughs> Thanks for
1: letting me get that out of me.
0: Absolutely. So uh, with that, I believe it's time to wake up. Get it up. Big okay. Stretches. Yeah, stretches. <laughs> um, hey, we're awake. Oh yeah. Oh, good job.
1: Wait, where's my dog?
0: Oh what? <laughs> t- where did your dog I feel so bad for you? What happened to your you dog? should
1: Usually when I wake up, my dog's there.
0: Oh, well, not when recording this podcast, oh. apparently. That's too okay. bad. What's your dog? What's my dog? Like, what He's is the, the best? Breed? What breed of dog is he
1: a, a pit bull. Alright. Alright. He's giant. Nice. He's great.
0: What's his name? Clutch. Clutch. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Do, this is unrelated. Do you have any dreams for your life? <laughs> <laughs> it's related to the podcast, but it's not related to, to Clutch. Uh, do you have any like hopes, aspirations, dreams for the future?
1: I do. Um, yeah, similar to what we were talking about. <laughs> um, cause we were talking about how, uh, feeling fulfilled in life and Mm -hmm. right. And to me that uh, a lot of that is relationships and building, uh, yeah, good bonds with people. I've, I've been a loner kind of my whole life, but Mm -hmm. especially in the last couple of years, I haven't really, I don't know. I haven't really had good, meaningful connections with people and I've been doing everything that I've experienced, you know, or everything I've done just alone. And, uh, in the last year I've mm. been making so many good friends um, and having all these new experiences and I've just found so much joy in sharing them with these people. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's kind of. That's yeah. kind
0: of the big driving force. Yeah. Behind, behind the Pam. Be-
1: behind the Pam. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say so. I think I've never really had that. I've, Mm. My whole life, I've been very isolated, so I've never really allowed myself to be vulnerable or put myself out there enough to enjoy, mm. like actually enjoy experiences with others, yeah, and and go on these adventures or experiences with others. Sure, um, and I find that I've, it's much more enjoyable.
0: I can I can definitely identify with that because I. I was an only child until I was about 10, mm-hmm. and then my brother was born. And even then, you're not really a brother. You're more of like a babysitter, yeah. you know? And so I was kind of an only child and an older brother. But uh, I got so used to, um, we, we had a single mother, and then when my brother was, long story. But uh, the I, I spent a lot of time at home alone, and I got used to doing things alone. And then when um, when I started getting older, I made a decision not to drink and I had it in my mind that parties equal drinking. Mm -hmm. So I actually said no to every invite that came my way. People would be having gatherings and I would say no out of fear that I would have to. Um, be around something I didn't want to be around. Mm-hmm. And I was so wrong that like the movie party isn't a real life party. <laughs> and I wasn't being invited to those, but um, it, it took a lot to change every actually improv got me out of my shoes as well. I yeah. started doing that and, and really it's, it's absolutely true. What you say it gets you out of your, out of your comfort zone, but teaches you how to be okay with that and embrace it and really live.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I um, yeah, absolutely. I um I used to be really just scared to approach people in general and mm-hmm. um uh now I find it very I guess easy. I don't know. I just sure. like I like people so much <laughs> and I like knowing about them and interacting with them so
0: There are great ones out there. Like uh, you. You're hey. great. <laughs> You're great too, Pam. (laughs) So thank you for coming to do this podcast. This is the end of the podcast because we hear this music, this great music that uh, is part of Midnight Ocean.
1: (laughs) Where did this music come from? (laughs) Me, I did it Oh my gosh
0: (laughs) So uh, listeners, as a reminder uh, You can send in your dreams Get them in by next week And I'll do a listener only episode Uh, And that's uh, You can email them at podcast at com Or phone it in at 612-643-0944 I've been Bryce Kala This has been Pam (laughs) Mazzoni And uh, this episode could have been brought to you by The Big Dipper. (laughs) It sadly wasn't. (laughs) Until next time, sleep well, dream well, and be well.